Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about a dad who's cock blocking, being someone you're not, and the secret to love. Check it out, enjoy, share it with friends. The J Train Podcast is J Train Jared Free coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. Um, we've made a few changes of, of venues over the past few weeks. We've gone from Stamp York Labs to the Nutmeg Studios to the Pullman Studios, the home of Doug Funny. And now we are here in Harlem at night, humble abode. Um, we're trying to work this out. So if you hear some stuff in the background, that's Shelby working on the ones and twos, trying to figure out some of the tech stuff, um, but we are, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to take it. I'm excited to not have to leave my apartment. That's really the number one thing I'm excited about, but I'm excited about the direction of this podcast. I'm excited that you guys like listening, that you're enjoying. I hear from you on DM. I hear from you on Twitter. I hear from you on Facebook, and you know what? It feels fucking good. It feels like you're taking little tiny feathers and just tickling my nuts. Every time I hear from you, it's like I'm out in a dewy meadow completely naked and you guys just are hanging underneath me, just hanging with a bunch of feathers. It feels so good. And right now, if you're listening and you're in Charlotte, North Carolina, I am coming to the comedy Zone in Charlotte. I'm going to be there this Wednesday. That is the 15th of August. So if you're around, come on out. Uh, bring a crew. These, you know, you might be thinking, I listen to this podcast, it's in my ear. I don't really talk to people about it. That's fine. The live show, as you know from listening to the Comedy Works in, in Denver or Atlanta Laughing Skull, it's a different experience. It's almost tough to listen to unless you know the show. You give me the opportunity to do the live shows because you're like, oh, we'll give them the chance this one episode because it's a change of pace. But the reason it's different for you, the listeners, because it is a live experience. Bring your friends. They may never listen to the show again. They will have fun. They will have fun. We have uh, we do live Bumble makeovers, Tinder makeovers, Hinge makeovers. We do we take your texts and bring them on stage. We figure out what the fuck is going on. Uh, so if you're in Charlotte, come the 15th uh, of August. That is tomorrow. Um, then I'm going to be at Nashville Zanies. You got to come to those shows. 22nd, 23rd, 22nd is a live podcast. 23rd is stand up. So come on out. We want to. These are the last two live podcasts of the run. So come on out, Charlotte the 15th, Zanies the 22nd, 23rd. Very excited about today's guest. He's been on the show before. It's great to have him back. We'll call him an OKP. Original key player. Ah, You're in. Original key player, Dan St. Germain. Thank you for coming on. That's the new uh, friend of the show. Friend of the show. The five. (laughs) OKP. This is, this apartment, by the way, listeners, is beautiful. Thank you. it is like a scene from Ballers. This, this is entire. This is I'm like trying to Dwayne that Rock Johnson goes to be with his thoughts. Yeah, this is his <laughs> the Fortress of Solitude. This yeah. is a, this is my own. It's Thank beautiful. You. I, I'm still working on. You know the toughest part about like the travel stuff. You're like, oh, I'm gonna like put yeah. shit on the walls. 
it's really the last thing you take care of. You know, if, I, I feel like I want to put like I because I, I, I kind of lived in like a similar apartment in Glendale, mm. in California, and you don't want to fuck it up too. Like like right there, you want a piece of art in front want, of your door. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You get something nice. Like it, the whole thing is just get like. Well, the thing is, I don't want to mess. What you're saying is right. I don't want to mess up. I don't want to do something. Don't turn where it into a college door. No, 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 no. I want this to be a home. But right. what you're saying is correct, and that's I, why I, I really think because of these windows, you want maybe one piece of art there and mm. one piece of art there. Okay. And that's and maybe something there. Well, you're that's my it. new. I guess you're my new. You're my. New I, I know. I, that's that, what I'm thinking. <laughs> you don't want to like because the the but, vibe itself is nice, and you also probably want. You don't want something too colorful, I think. No, here's the thing I would get about black and white. I've been here for about almost two years, coming on October. It looks like I moved in six months ago. Um, that vibe. So the issue I get to is that every time I go to do something, I think, well, I don't want to throw that away in two months because I actually do something nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, what you're well, saying then is, like, just get one piece of art for behind yeah. the door. Well, I also want to put like a hanger up there. Oh, like the there's all, do a hanger in there and then the pizza art right over there. Well, this is a good for another podcast. But I, okay. I, 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 I'm excited to have Dan here. Dan is so... I'm not even doing visual jokes. I'm doing no. visual architecture. Like I'm You're not, pointing at things. I'm pointing at things. And people at home... No one can see. <laughs> no one can see. While we watch the state of the Jaguars football. This right? is, Well, I, I just like having ESPN on in the background it's of every, yeah. everyday it's, life. It's, it's like Bravo. You just put it on. Just and the same shit. have it on. It's comforting. It's like, like a comfort. girl. <laughs> You're living with a girl. I'm living with a woman, yes. This is, I mean, I see pictures of you. So Dan and I, we know each other a long time. Super funny. If you guys are listening, right now, you need to go get his album. It's called No Real Winners. I've listened to it. It's so funny. It's a Thank good you, break. It, of course. I mean, Dan's just a great comic, and you're going to love you. him. So all of I you really go follow uh, Dan St. Germain on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you so much. But... Go get the album, No Real Winners, because it is... Yeah. I always say this on the podcast. No like, Real Winners here, sorry. Just no Real Winners my, here. So in case there's some like comic from 1997 <laughs> with No Real Winners as a podcast, then I'm... Then you're fucked, and they're like, I'll get you! <laughs> <laughs> no Real Winners here. Um, but here's the thing. People who listen to podcasts, it's a very... It's kind of like a peanut butter and jelly of listening experiences. Like, oh, if you wow. listen to podcasts, you need a break from this. I, I don't expect you to listen to J- Jared Freed every minute of your fucking day. Right, right. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and every now and again, I'll be on a plane trip, and I'll be like, and this is when I listen to your yeah, album. Yeah. I was like, I need a, I need something different. I need to feel like yeah. I'm in the room yeah. with a bunch of people laughing. I need, I, and, and that's what got me to go well, listen nice. to stand-up stuff. And then I do this all the time. Like, I'll, every now and again, I'll be like, okay, let's, let's do some stand-up. And yeah. it's taped in was uh, at Comedy and, on State, and also the stands. Both uh, Comedy on State and the stand did a great job with helping me fill it, get people there, and to everybody who opened for me, Evan Williams, and um, fuck, I'm blanking on his name. The guy who hosted Madison is an Irish comic. He's American now. He's he's great. Um, and uh, yeah, you I can mean, tell it's a fun show. Yeah, it was a it was a fun show, and. It, Honestly, I wish I could say there's a message, but it's just the shit that wasn't on the first album. <laughs> a that's message. Well, then, well, this is the other thing. There's a lot of comics out there that you see, especially yeah. you're like, oh, I, I went home learning something. Yeah, you don't learn anything with my app. No, you learn, you have a fucking good laugh. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's really what it's about. There's really no learning. <laughs> there's no learning. I come off terrible, uh, most of the people. <laughs> that's probably the There's no real winners here is that there's no, no one, no one in that album including myself, gets a break. <laughs> well, I will say this. that To me, that's the best endorsement. That's the best you could do right now. It's amazing how different things are for comedy where you're like, 
listen, you're going to get nothing out of this. And someone's like, perfect. <laughs> this is exactly what I need. I don't want to hear about yeah. politics. I want to hear about yeah. fucking someone telling me about their fucking story or journey. <laughs> you're like, oh, that's yeah, exactly I mean, I think what I there's, You know, I think there's room for that. Too. That's the thing that I get annoyed. I get both annoyed at the like both sides of that in comedy where, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, well, it has to be comedy. Or, no, it has to be important. And you're like... It probably can be both. And, you know? Well, that's the point, is that there's yeah. a market. There's someone out there that's like, well, that's not for me. And there's someone out there like, that's very much for yeah. me. And, and, you know, I always think with that comedy conversation where someone's like, it has to be this. And it's never comics having those conversations. No. It's, and so, so anyone who I've talked to when I first started who talked to me about a formula in comedy has not made it. Oh, and they're like, this is it. how it goes. Yeah, they've never made it. Or they've gotten a, a point where... Their formula becomes a way to sell it as a comedy class to other people. You know, like <laughs> the four points of comedy. Yeah, it's just it, there's no nobody's you know. There's no way rules. To, way to do it. So listen, everyone, go get the album. No real winners here. It's on Eight Hundred Pound Gorilla. We're gonna have the Thank link you. in the description on all yeah. the platforms. And also, I have an old podcast on all things comedy, uh, Total F and Marks, and I'm doing stuff with the Ringer now too. So, dude, the Ringer stuff. I think that's a great spot. You're a wrestling guy. Yeah, but I mean, I had a real fun podcast on all things, and that's probably going to come back in total, because I've had a really nice relationship with them, too, with my dumb friends, and now, and Aaron, and everybody over there. So, uh, hopefully, we're going to be able to do, like, two things, you know? Sure. Um, Tell me about uh, the, yeah. the girl. Now, I'm, I'm looking at yeah. pictures. You moved to L.A., now you're back here in New York for a little bit. You got a new girlfriend. But you I are do. serious. Yeah, it's serious, man. How do you feel about that? It's great. It's great. I will say this, you know, I said this to everybody else who's dating. It's like, first off, I took a couple months off of dating. Me and her dated briefly last year when I was in New York on tour. Uh, it didn't work out for a variety of reasons. Um, I think both of which was that we weren't ready for it and uh, and uh, stayed friends. Um, How do you do that? Like, there's people listening to this. Well, so we like, only dated a month. Okay. So, it was... Dated I, or I, I was, were you I, hooking up? Look, it was like... I mean, I'm not going to pretend that, like, those 10 months didn't hurt both of us, because there's shit that we had to work through. We mean you know? 10 months. The 10 well, months the 10 between. months that we were in between us really dating, because, you know, sometimes we'd hook up, and there were other people we both dated. Sure. And, you know, so that, you know, those are, we always, me and her, uh, she makes a joke about it being, like, this is actually the first time I've really talked about it, but, like, ghosts in the haunted mansion that pop up, you know? <laughs> like, but, like, you know, the the thing is, is that, like, she's, like, a ride-or-die chick, and we both, like, you know, in that 10 months, nobody was a hero. Nobody yeah. was, like, both of us, like, uh, you know, like, it was one of those things where it just, we weren't, we weren't ready. We both had shit on our side well, of the street. You, that we you see the ghosts in the haunted mansion, it's so funny to me, because, like, yeah. like, I was out with a girl, and I showed her my phone, and then all of a sudden... It comes up like a, a text comes up. It's like uh, Lizzie Big Tits, and you're like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm done. She it has sounds to... like a good Dick Tracy gangster. <laughs> it could be a guy. <laughs> you don't know who it is, but I, but the the point of that is like that other person. She either has and she kind of ignored it. She was yeah. just like, "Whatever." You have to make a choice with people and go. Yeah, we have I think it would be fun if it was Lizzie, but Lizzie Big Tits would be a big red flag for a lot of women. <laughs> a lot of women. They would stop and go, well, what the you'd fuck have to is like going put on? In like, like, you'd have to put her name in as like Jacqueline Perfect Tits. Yeah, Perfect something. Tits. You know, like... <laughs> Jacqueline Great Personality. Great Personality. Jacqueline really gets me. Jacqueline, Jacqueline, I want her to be my I, I will say this to any woman or man who's looking for... And we've only been together for about seven months, uh, but I will probably... But it does feel good. It's I'm going to probably... Yeah, I'm going to propose to her very soon. 
But, yeah. um, I, uh, and she knows that. Uh, but the number one thing is that you stop looking for, and I say this is someone who's only been with somebody for seven months, but have stayed friends with the person way longer than that. So we, it's like, it's not really like we've been together seven Listen, months. Listen, I'm we giving, know each other. I'm giving advice out of my ass. That's the whole show. So yeah, yeah. So it. I would say that when you stop looking for a boyfriend, girlfriend, or the love of your life, and you start, you know, and I do think she's the love of my life. That's not what I'm trying to say, but if you. If you stop looking for romance, and, and we do have romance, so I don't want to get that, but and start looking for a partner. Mm-hmm. Like if you stop looking for a girlfriend and you start looking for a partner, if you stop looking for a boyfriend and you start looking for a partner, then that's the shit that'll that'll work. Give me an example of like, like okay, partner for versus instance, romance. Like okay, romance is her being like uh, romance is her being like, oh my god, you get me better than anyone ever get me. But sure. Sarah's like, hey, I got to make sure you have the right doctor here. <laughs> in New York. That's Don't you think you have to let someone do that too? Yeah, you have like, to let somebody do that. She's like, okay, this is this is like this is we're gonna find you the right or when I she had surgery recently and I'm like and I took care of her for that. You know, like that's a partner, man. That's not yeah. like uh you know, um I remember, her girlfriend. I remember I was dating this girl and I remember thinking like she kept being like uh Listen, I get, like stuff like that. She was making an attempt at that stuff, and I was like, "Ah, oh, stop bothering me!" You know, like I, you have to be ready to let that in. You have to be ready to let that in. Like my dad was sick. She came with me to see my dad. Like we had to get her. Do- her dog was sick. We had to go get it from her mom. Like it, it, it's stuff like it's the stuff that like if you can do those car trips and still tolerate the person mm-hmm. and have fun with them in some way. Uh, then that's the real. I think that, that's the real thing, man. That's the real love. love. Well, I think there's love is not fucking Amelie, you know, looking from a distance at some guy, and it's also not, yeah. you know, it's not this, you know, well, I think music lo- video. It, it, it's not. It's more. Um, it's less romance. It's more. It's it's more practical. She's really funny, and we can hang out really easily. Yeah. And like you know, we both have things like, you know, she's Sicilian, so she can have a temper, and sure. I'm. And I'm Irish, which means I can get withdrawn and melancholy. And I think those two things, but they work together because we can both, like, recognize it. But you know what's interesting from afar? And, like, you know, we all have these social media couples that you're like, that's gonna end. And you look at it. You know, I see you guys, I'm like, oh, it seems like they're very happy. Even without knowing you. Like, not knowing you well enough to even, like, make that assumption. I think so. Yeah, a lot of people have said that. I mean, Instagram is can be kind of bullshit. Sure. But you yeah, know the whole she's like, the reality. She's like fucking older than me too, so it's like yeah. it's a different situation. I'm like I'm not in my twenties, you know. I'm 34. She's 39. It's like a different. Are you ready to give some people some some advice? Yes, absolutely. Let's do some emails. Jtrainpodcast okay. at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Listen to me. If you're coming to the Nashville show or the Charlotte show, we already had a couple people send in their Bumble, Hinge, Tinder makeovers uh, for the Charlotte show, so I might have our already have those, but if you're coming to Nashville, send in your Bumble or Tinder or your your Hinge profile so that we, with the title of the show you're going to, so that we can do some makeovers. Blocked, cock-blocked by my dad. Uh-oh. It sounds like every browser is porn. <laughs> That's, yeah, that is a good title. J-Train po- son, you've got to fuck me. <laughs> He's got to get through through the haymaker. Hey, Jared, longtime listener, huge fan, recently got my friends to your podcast and the UF podcast, and we talk about them all the time. Some slight background on me. Mm-hmm. I'm 23, single, self-proclaimed 879. We have a rating system here in the podcast. Oh, he's rating himself. This is a this is a lady rating. Oh, wait, an eight a seven or a nine? Yeah, just made seven nine. So it's an area code method. Guys or girls can use it. Face, body, personality. 
Face, body, personality. Okay. Eight, seven, nine. Okay. So this is a real catch. Yes. Just graduated from university and have moved to home to save money. Feather, feather, here's my situation. Every summer, I work for my dad for two weeks in August. This year, we hired he hired his new guy who is a 988. A 988? Is a, a catch. We will only be working together. She's got a body of a nine and a personality and face of an eight. Yes. I don't think anyone's personality is above a seven, by the way. You don't think so? I think that's the highest you can <laughs> like get. A, your yeah. girl? She, <laughs> she's a ten. <laughs> I, say that I don't want to say our relationship. Uh, we that was smart, too. <laughs> I, we have both had a smart answer and response to that. <laughs> we will only be working together for ten days. Yeah. So time is limited. On his first day, when he was introducing us, he said to him, while I was standing right there, this is my daughter, so no hitting on her or anything. Oh, her dad said that. That's a weird yeah. thing for the There's dad to say. Yeah. Also, like, you immediately make your mo- your daughter sexualized at work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way out for you. Like, what are you even saying? Yeah, yeah, Thanks, yeah. Dad. Don't fuck me. Yeah, that's, I think Michael Chabon, or I forget how you pronounce his name, the, that writer, has, like, a great article about this of years ago. It's like, your daughter is going to have sex. So yeah. don't fuck her up along the way with like weird puritanical ownership values. He, she writes, I, I was so taken back, I didn't know what to say for the first hour of the day. The question is, how do I get this 988 to still hit on me or do I hit on him without it being weird or taken as creepy? Please help. I just want to go on a date with this guy. So she's got a guy working, she's working at her dad's company. She's only working there 10 days this summer. There's a hot dude that just got hired who was literally you know, told. Be there for ten days. She's only be there for ten days. That's my question: Is this a relationship thing or a hookup thing? Well, I think it starts. She says, "I just want to date." So I think she wants to see she what can to happen. See what so she's saying they're only going to be working together for ten days. Her so dad. my t- time is limited. Well, that's. I mean, if she wants to date him afterwards, why doesn't just for the guy's sake, just to not make it just weird? Wait. I would say wait to eight week. Day eight, and I was like, "Look, my dad. I know he said that fucking thing. You know, he's trying to protect me, but I do. But just be an adult about it. Be like, look, yeah. I do want to. I, I would love to go on a date with you after these ten days are over, and uh, we'll go on a date, and I'll talk to my dad about it. You, when you go to approach someone else, I think you have to see the world through their eyes and give every. We need to give people more outs. Yeah, you you know, like you have to. Yeah. We have to go into every asking someone out situation. With the idea that we're going to be turned down. I think a lot of girls sometimes, guys, we spend our whole lives getting turned down, putting yeah, ourselves yeah. out there. I think now yeah, with what you, comics. You, oh yeah, well, especially. But I'm saying like now with like the times we live in, we're becoming more you know, women are asking men out more, there's bumble that even facilitates that. Yeah. I think girls have to understand that like coming and I know that a lot of them do, but I'm saying there's a lot of instances where girls are like, I'm asking, this is, guys want pussy their whole life. This yeah. is, you know, I'm serving it. Why would he ever say no? Well, I think that if she said, hey, I'd like for you to... It depends on what she wants. So it's like, if you want to just hook up with him, you can do that very easily and say, hey, this sure. is not going to enter... This is... My dad will not know about this. Let's just hook up. But if you say, hey, if you want to go out sometime, um, you know, when this is over, I say day eight or day... Don't do it day ten. But day nine. eight is you looking at through his eight. eyes. You looking through his eyes, be like, well, it, look, you'd be like, look, uh, I've been, I, I'm interested in you. This is day, this is day eight. I've waited a little bit. Um, he, here's my number. Yeah. You know, you know, on day eleven, uh, give me a text and I'm going to go out sometime. Totally, I'm on board with that. You have to win the personality game at work, so you'd be cool. 
You hang out, you see, you check him about his weekend. Hey, what's going on? You yeah. ignore the thing your dad casual said. Casual flirting. Casual. Very casual flirting. Ignore everything your dad said. Don't, Act like it didn't even don't, happen. Yeah, do not be casual flirting because you don't want the guy to think that, like, it's a trap that the dad yeah. set up. Just be like, be <laughs> well, like we're both oh, saying this nice with, cool. like, the mind of a dude. Yeah, yeah. This is exactly what he's thinking. He's thinking, I don't want to hook up with her day one because then I'm fucked for the next nine days. Yeah. He's thinking, the dad's trying to fuck with me and trap me. I don't want to get in trouble at work. So you have to play this out the way we're telling you is, like, exactly what he's thinking right now. Yes, exactly. And he's thinking, she's hot, but I, the dad literally fucking said, don't fuck my daughter. Yeah, I just met this girl. So you go day eight, you send that message. You, I would DM, be like, hey, it's really nice been getting to know you over the... If you don't get the number... I know my dad me. said this shit. I know my dad made it weird the first day. You just say, made it weird. And then you go... Um, I'm going to be doing some going away drinks because I'm going back to school soon or I'm leaving the, you know, the company. We're going to do drinks after work. We'd love for you to come. No, don't do it like a going away. Like, well, if she's doing like a, maybe like I'm going well, out after like, work. Hey, no, just after. be like, hey, do you want to get a drink sometime after yeah. work? Don't even bring like a going away thing. So go away from work. Yeah, just yeah, take it out of work. Yeah. Hey, we'd love to get a drink sometime uh, this week, and I'm going to be around the city. This, you know, I mean, who is this dad? Is he like a farmer? I, there's something Would you ever say that to your son, like the people who come to work? I think I mean, the, unless it's like a prison to work scenario. I think the dad doesn't know how to handle that his daughter's hot. Yeah, and he saw a good-looking young guy come work at the company, and he was like, "Fuck!" It's like putting two. <laughs> putting well, a lie tire. messages to the dad is that your daughter's gonna fuck, dude. Yeah. Well, she can't. Your dad is your dad. So she's like, she probably laughed it off. You gotta like act like that didn't happen. The next hot dude that comes to work there, you gotta look at your dad and go, hey, stop being a weird fuck. I'm here to work. And if I like someone, I like someone. And if it works out, it works out. But you can't be there at all right. times. In my that, life. And, and by the way, if it's the boss's daughter, like, they're going to know... The guys there have a death wish yeah. if they, like... <laughs> they know that this yeah. is a bad they situation. Know, they know this is a bad situation. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Dan St. Germain. Go follow. Go support on Twitter and Instagram. No real winners here. 800-pound gorilla. We're going to have the link to go purchase the album in the description. So funny. Go check it out. I mean, this is on a similar one. My This is from a dude, my boss's little sister. Uh, hey, Jay Money, feathers all around. Day one listener, second time email. Okay. I've got an interesting question for you. My boss at my summer placement in Chicago in her late 30s and is quite informal, easygoing with me. Is, uh, so he has a boss, late, late 30s, quite informal with him. She's already let me know that she'd be more than happy to write me a letter of recommendation. And overall, we have a great relationship that could be helpful for me in the future. Here's the issue. For a while now, she's been subtly poking at the idea of getting me to know her much younger sister. She's two years older than me and an absolute babe. The other day, she actually came into the office to see my boss, and I was tasked with showing her around. We ended up chatting for about five minutes, and I'd say we hit it off pretty well. Fast forward to the following week, and my boss says uh, her sister thinks I'm cute and that we'd be great together. Yeah, I don't see where the problem is. This is a weird one. I'm really not sure how to proceed with this, especially since both of us will be leaving the city to go to our prospective schools out of state come September. I go to school in Connecticut. She's away across the country. My boss surely knows this and seems to be trying to set us up anyways. You're doing the Lord's work. Thank for all the entertainment. P.S. Please. Uh... 
don't tell me not to bang the sister because I really like to. Uh, <laughs> what, what do we bang? I mean, this is an easy situation. Uh, yeah, this is it. Well, this is completely different than the dad. Yeah, I mean, it's a, I, it's a, how cool, first off, how cool is his older sister? I mean, does she really think that they're going to school on opposite sides of the country that it's going to work out? No, the sister's like, you're a, here's, here's the thing with any setup. The sister never would have said it if she didn't think you were a nice guy that was going to do, that, and she knows nice guys also fuck. Nice yeah, guys yeah, also yeah. say they're busy and don't fuck anymore. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so she knows the treachery of the dating world. She's in her late thirties, but she's got a younger sister. She knows the deal. So, but she's yeah. but what she's saying is, I'd rather know. It's it's like that old saying. What is it like? The enemy you know is better than the enemy you don't know. Type of thing. Is that an old saying? Yes. Um, I I'd say. I mean, like. Like, she'd rather think, you be the douchebag I mean, to her. I, you know, like, I think it's a problem if you're not attracted to the girl, but if you're He's attracted attractive. to the girl, then, you know, maybe make it cool with the sister and be like, look, I think I'm going to take your, uh, you know, I think you say, <laughs> like, I think I'm going to take you up on your offer and ask your sister out, um, but I also, you know, you know, you've also offered to give me a recommendation, so I don't want to, like, screw that up, you know? maybe. You think he, there. like, comes out with that, puts that out there? I don't know, man, because it's, it's hard to, like... You're like, look, I don't want. It, it, maybe my answer is now making this more difficult. But you're like, I don't want to. Maybe you just say, like, look, I don't want to screw up our working relationship. Yeah. By asking your daughter out, and that's the only thing that's been keeping you back. So. And and let her know that. Let her know your anxiety. Yes. Let her know your. And that's where my anxiety is. And yeah. It, and if you, it and it sounds like she's gonna be like, oh, it totally would. But yes, are you taking the are you taking the risk of? But I think he's kind of got to ask her out now. I think he asked her out. I think the yeah. fact that the sister's like, I, she thinks you're cute. She wouldn't have said that if she didn't want this to happen. If she didn't, she understands. It's not like a dad where the dad's like, "Don't fuck my daughter." You know, yeah, this yeah. Is the sister yeah, who's I think, I think. had exes that, and especially if the sister's married, that makes it even better because yeah. married sister has had boyfriends she doesn't hate anymore. Ex-boyfriend. She understands yeah. it like every... She just wants you to have fun time with her sister. Also, married sister probably means, too, maybe she's living vicariously through this younger guy. Absolutely. Like, I, 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 I want to know how well he fucks. Yeah. <laughs> that time. No, I can never, I, I've never had, like, a brother, and I don't know if... I would never... What I want to... Would you want to know if you have a brother, right? Yeah. Would you want to know, like, from your brother whether or not a girl, girl is good in bed? Or no? Because obviously I would never want to know that from my sister. I need the story to be more than it was a great fuck. Yeah. For my brother. Like, for it to not be weird. Like, my brother could be like... Like, he could be like, uh, the most unbelievable whatever, and I'd be yeah. like, that's not weird. But if he was just like, like, just told me about regular sex, I'd be like, what are you telling me? Like, I need a story. Do yeah, you know? I don't want to hear, like, that you fuck good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to hear, like, oh, like, this happened during a hookup. Like, oh, I, you know, she started Assuming licking my ear for some reason. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, I, I, there would be a need to be a reason yeah. for the story. That's kind of hot, you know, so... But I, I think to him, what you do is, I think that advice is spot on. Yeah. You go to the sister, you'd be like, hey, I'd love to go out with your sister. Uh, she seems cool and she's cute. you give terrible advice on this show? Oh, I give it all the time. Yeah, <laughs> probably, probably, yeah. Listen, but, listen, we just come in, we, we don't know him, <laughs> and we, we don't care. <laughs> I think that's the best advice giver is yeah. someone who doesn't we know you doesn't. It's like a creepy janitor who never talked to either of them. <laughs> Listen, you whack off. Right <laughs> um, but you go to the sister. I had this situation where a comic, her sister, yeah, 
she was like, you two should go out. And I said, listen, I don't, like, I, we have a good relationship. I was like, I don't want this I to have, be weird. I have, like, the opposite thing where uh, we have, the girl that I'm with now, like, we have a mutual friend, and I was like, hey, I'm interested in her. And he goes, I don't think she's ready for a relationship right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like, you're going to stay away from this one. I, but I went to this person, and I was like, hey, I just want to let you know, like, I don't want, like, I don't really bat really well with these things. Like, I go, yeah. and my fear is that you get mad that we didn't get married. And, and it's either marriage or dickhead. And she yeah. was like, and she looked at me, she goes, I totally get it. Listen, I want you to have fun. She's fun. You're fun. Just don't worry about it. I yeah. would never be that way. And I was like, oh, relief. Yeah, I think that, yeah, that way. Yeah. So you go to her, you, you go to the sister, you go, hey, listen, I, uh, your sister's really cute. I would love to go out with her. Uh, if you don't mind giving her your number, but just know that, like, it weighs on me that this relationship with you and I could get in the way or get be ruined and then you let her talk let people talk so let her talk she'll she'll encourage you to go out there no i get it you got plus the other great thing about this situation is they're both going back to school there's an end date that you had nothing to do with so you can go hey this was fun summer this situation is is thinking this is going to turn into a thing yeah that's well that's the point is that you now can say, hey, I'm going back to school, you're going back to school, this was fun. Hopefully we end up in the same city again. Goodbye. Yeah. And then you take your blowjobs and you go home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Dan St. Germain, no real winners here. Go find the album. I'm so it's so good about this. What? <laughs> like, actually, you know, like advertise the album in the middle of it. Sometimes. For sure. Yeah, yeah. We got advertisers on our own, actually. Let me get to those. Very excited about today's sponsor, um, Fab Fit Fun. Love Fab Fit Fun. Love Fab Fit Fun. You know what I like about this? It's a gift to yourself. Fab Fit Fun. It comes to your door. You get all these products that. And listen, if you're a guy out there, perfect gift for a girlfriend, girl you're dating, whatever it might be. If you're a girl, they sent me stuff. I don't even know what the fuck it is. But then I put it on Instagram and women will write it back to me, oh, that's good. Okay, I love so that. Go. And it's full size products. And nothing feels better than receiving a package. Every now and again, and you're like, wait a minute, where did this come? I get Amazon shit. I'm like, ooh, cups. Like it's yeah, a big day. It's like from a cabin and it's got white powder. <laughs> oh, those like packages. Um, I'm excited. They're just a great sponsor, and it's something that's good because it's a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. For the guys out there, that's an opportunity to give a gift without knowing what you're giving. So it's not like you just thought it, it, it relieves you of the anxiety of like, is this one thing okay with the girl I'm dating? Yeah. And if for the girls out there, you're getting to try shit that you might not have bought for yourself. Nothing is worse than going to the store and be like, do I need this? You're putting that anxiety on the company. And FabFitFun has curators and they have these people that are putting together the best products for you. That's right. Unlike any other beauty box out there, this one comes with full-size products. No hotel-size trials that run out after one use. So you're getting the real deal. Retails for $49.99 per box always has a value of over $200. You know why they do that? You're like, oh, well, why do they give up? Because now they're, they're getting this shit out there. They're giving it to you at wholesale prices because... FabFitFun can get it off the shelves for them. So you're getting $49.99 for a box that has a value of over $200. That's, that's what we call arbitrage in the business. Okay, you're making money. You're making money by buying. Making money. 
How does it work? Go to fadfitfun.com. Sign up for just $49.99 for a box chock full of 8 to 10 high-end amazing products to make you feel your best self. Like Kula Face Sport SPF White Tea Moisturizer normally retails for $32. Hawaiian Black Lava Body Caviar with Charcoal retails for $48. Listen, they sent me this stuff. I've been using it. It's kind of like a little vacation in your own home. Yeah, it smells great. Thank it you. This great. smells good. But it's not just beauty. You also get seasonal accessories, fitness products, and makeup all in one box. Everything is curated by FabFitFun expert editors, so you know this stuff is good stuff. FabFitFun lets you pick some of the products to customize what you get. So you can go on their thing and you know you're just... I think it's just the, the stress of buying something with the idea of, do I need this? This is all shit that you're like, I like it, do I need it? And that's kind of the math you're doing whenever you're at like CVS or Sephora or wherever you get this stuff from. You're wondering, why am I putting my money in? And this, you're like, here's the 50 bucks. Maybe I'll find something I probably need. That I need, that I'll use for the rest of my life. Right. So check out this uh, past season box at fatfitfun.com. Get $200 worth of goodies for just $49.99 plus shipping is free. And listeners to the J Train can use coupon J Train for $10 off your first box at fatfitfun.com. That's a $40 first box. Boom. J Train, J Train, J Train. Promo code J Train at fatfitfun.com. Promo code J Train. Ladies, treat yourself the way you want to be treated. Guys, Great gift. I, I can't press this enough how good of a gift this is. Uh, once again, coupon JTRAIN, JTRAIN, promo code JTRAIN. $10 off your first box at FabFitFun.com. FabFitFun, get started with uh, with a live well, a life well lived. And I will say this, like monthly gifts for guys to give women is something that women really appreciate, I think, like because it's like a reminder. I'm oh, thinking this about guy it. Care, this guy cares about it. It's like bringing flowers on Totally. I mean, if someone's going back to school in the fall, if they're right. getting done with the summer, let's do it. J Train. She's thinking about leaving you, then that box comes in her hair, and I'll stick it out. Uh, you know, get the moisturizer. Yeah, yeah. Hey, is he dating other chicks? Uh, hey, J Train. My best friend has been seeing a guy for the last month and wants to know if he's dating other people. They've spent entire weekends together, multiple dates a week, and it seemed to be going great. She was a text note. She saw a text notification on his phone from Victoria saying XX, and then another one saying lovely. Both are super open ended. XX is not open ended. Um, she no, checked no. his Facebook friends to see if there was any named Victoria, and there weren't any matches. But she got a notification on Instagram saying he started following a Victoria. Ew. How does he? She asked him if he's dating other people. Well, Should she be worried? First off, she just. Are they in an exclusive relationship? I think the problem right now, I mean, with your girl, do you guys have a talk that says we, we are exclusive? We were, we, well, that's something that got in the way of us. Is that like, that's I think why we, we didn't get together sooner is that we were, you know, still dating other people and I think we both liked each other and we were both trying to play the game at times. And uh, so I think that the, the easier that the, the that girl needs to be like, look, um, I'm under the impression that you're dating other people. Mm-hmm. Um, if she really wants him, but like she can't get pissed if he says yes, I have been. Uh, but if they've had the talk, then he's been cheating, and that's a different. How you to have me, to this assume that people are dating other people until you say this is exclusive. You just have to. You have to assume that. Yeah, and I think there's a way to say it. Um, like to me, this sounds like normal 2018 date, where yeah. it's like. We're hooking up, we're hooking up, we're hooking up, we're spending a lot of time together. I'm assuming that he has no other time for other people. 
but that's kind of how I'm living my life. So to hear that someone, and then all of a sudden this text pops up and she's like, oh, wait a minute, we're living on two different pages. I mean, if, if you're spending the weekends together, then you can't be, like, it's on him if he's like, oh, this girl's desperate. Then that's on him. No, but no, no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't worry about the labels that he's going to come back at you with. His, his no, rebuttals no. are bullshit. Because right now it's like he's got to, now it seems like it's, he's got to make the decision, do I want to just see this girl? Yes. Or not. You, um, but you you cannot get annoyed at him for dating other people right now because you haven't made that decision yet. I yeah, and she's probably afraid to hear the answer. XX. Yeah, he's dating other people. He's dating other people. Yes, if you're wondering if he's dating other people, then yes. So that girl needs to then ask. Unless she's fine with the arrangement, she's like, there are plenty. There are plenty of arrangements. That's what I mean. We can't get in other people's heads. There's plenty of arrangements where it's like, you know, like yeah, he's you know, like look, I haven't been on my. Uh, my album of like polyamory is bullshit, and then I met like a bunch of polyamorous people on the way, you know, do this album. I'm like, oh, maybe it works for some of them. You know, like yeah. every everybody's situation is like, you know, like for me it wouldn't work, but like. But polyamorous, you don't you don't just surprise someone with that. You don't like. Yeah. You don't get down the road if you're in that world. You are pretty open. Those people are the most yeah. open people and the most like contractual and, people. And that this there is are. your no, this is your friend, so it's like she's like maybe she already knows. She's like. She might be afraid to hear the answer to the question because yeah. the answer is I like you but not enough to commit. Right. Or I'm yeah, yeah. And I think for her, what she needs to do, and a, a lot of times we get with, with this type of situation where you see a te- I mean we talked about in the beginning with Lizzie Big Tits. This is this situation comes up. Yeah, okay. That's a name for her that you came up with. <laughs> that I came up with Lizzie Big Tits. So I I don't know why that was the name. Like, the first it's one that came out. Like, Irish. Yeah, yeah. Ah, lazy big tits. <laughs> um, so I, I would say to this girl, if you the, you don't make it about the text. That's yeah. my s- suggestion to this friend. If you make it, hey, I saw a text on your phone. And that becomes invasive. It becomes invasive. He can come back with like bullshit arguments, which are bullshit, but they will be right in the court of law. <laughs> you know, like you have to think yeah. of everything like a court case. Where this guy could be like. What were you doing looking at my phone? I, I really think that it's, hey, do you want this to, uh, to be exclusive or not? Yeah, it's as simple as that. Hey, I'm living my life where you're the only one I'm hooking up with. I want to be with someone who's doing the same with me. Or, Are she you dating, or she's probably talking to other guys too, you know? Cash. And if she's not, then like, you know, then you know, then she's got to make a decision. Do I just want to still keep Cash? Do I still want, do I still want this or not? But you've got to give, if, but if he says to you, no, no, you're the only one girl that I've been seeing, that's the only problem. And you know those texts, then you're, then you're in a weird, then you're in a difficult position because you know he's full of shit. Well, then it turns into, I don't trust that because I just saw Victoria and then I saw you following on Victoria on Instagram. And there's an XX. And I, and there's an XX and I go, and, and honestly, I know that makes, and I would say, if I was her, I'd be like, I know that sounds like. I'm checking up on you, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I can't unsee what I saw. Yeah. So how do you explain those things to me? Because I feel like I'm being lied to. And 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 also what you said in the beginning is so right. Don't come at a, don't come into this with an emotion. I know that's easier advice to give than to take. But if you come into this situation and go, hey, I'm just doing the math here in my head. It's it's a little I the math doesn't work out to us being exclusive. There's so many mixed signals you send in the beginning of a relationship on both sides because you're trying to protect the other person. But it seems like at this point, you guys, you're not going to be protected no matter what. This girl is either going to get hurt or it's going to work out. Well, the only way to like have a good relationship is to put yourself out there together. Yeah. 
you know, so like, you know, for this girl, like, this might be not the one. I don't think this is the one. <laughs> you know, so yeah. with Victoria XX, he's made a decision where you're fine, but he's out there. The problem with dating right now. No, he, and it's not true either. That's not true either. He could be mean? protecting himself. He could be in a situation where he thinks that she's dating other people, so I'm not going to like. I'm not going to give it. So, well, if two people yeah. are trying to not get hurt, then you both are fucked. Well, I think that in a situation that I will say with me and my uh, current girl now, like, you know, we were both in that, we, we were both in a situation where we were trying to protect ourselves and seeing other people. Well, that's why you were half happy. Yeah, yeah. You know, because you're sitting there, if you if both people are going, well, I'm going to keep dating because I don't want this one to fucking ruin my world. Yeah, yeah. Now you're kind of half with somebody. Now she's seeing Victoria XX and he's going, well, that felt good to get from Victoria, but it feels bad to lie to this girl. It feels bad, you know. Right, right, right. At some point, the, the, the illusion has to be broken. And right. that's the moment we're at with this girl. Where it's like, right. you need to say, hey, I'm looking for an exclusive relationship. That's what I want. Is that what right. you want? And then he can go, no, I'm still kind of out there. Or yeah. he can go, that's what I want. And then you can go, uh, well, then i got to ask you a fucking question. Right. <laughs> Who the fuck is kissing you over text? Right, exactly. I agree. And you just follow Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Dan St. Germain. At Dan St. Germain. D.S. Germain. on Instagram and Twitter. At D.S. Germain on Instagram and Twitter. No real winners here. Go buy the album. Feeling like a fraud. Oh, that one was for me, actually. <laughs> That's every day of my life. This is Dear Papa JT. Doc, Dear Papa JT. I need your help becoming a more honest guy. Friends assure me I'm fun and outgoing because I'm fairly good looking and know who people want me to be, but it's because a lot of self because a lot of self hate because I'm almost nothing like the facade I portray. Yeah. I was popular and athletic growing up, but truth be told, I'm in a an introvert and zero game unless unless hammered. And I'm actually super right brained, super shy, sensitive, insecure, and hesitant to embrace any of these things for fear that I would mean mean for me so what it would mean for me socially so my question is how do i evolve and eventually become an authentic human being that's a very tough question i mean this is nothing first off this is not a dating question no it is uh look man we do other questions here i would say uh i mean well (coughs) i i'll I'll say right now for instance before i got uh, together with sarah there was a couple month period where i wasn't seeing anybody Okay. And I needed to work on myself and figure out, you know, you know, like how to be, you know, like less of a fuck boy, less of a like, sure, you know, like, and also like, and and be a man and try to be more responsible and uh, as far as like, and, and be like, you know what, like this, the old way of doing things, very much like, you know, like I'm in recovery, like you have a, you have a point where the old way of doing things doesn't work anymore. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I would think that that would be your mood. Take some time for yourself, man. Meditate. I cannot stress meditation enough. You're a meditator. Oh, every morning. Yeah, every morning. Now, I, I use ten percent happier app on Dan Harris, but there's a ton of people. You can also go to TM. I've done that. Um, it depends. Ten percent happier app. What is that? It's on. It's this guy uh, Dan Harris, who's a the Good Morning American America um, uh, host uh, in the morning for Good Day America. Get all those. But he actually had a. Um, he had a panic attack live on air, and you can really? watch it on YouTube. And it's a very realistic panic attack, because people think a panic attack, I think, is like uh, you know, from the movie Network. And he's literally, you know, he's, he's choking up on air. 
Like as really? far as I can, you can tell it's a panic attack. And you know, through meditation, he actually went to a place called uh, uh, Spirit Rock, which is where I went for a week, um, which is just a silent meditation retreat. Um, you not you don't speak the whole time. You don't speak the whole time. How was that? Well, I left. I had to leave early for a job, but I did like I did about uh, I got there. I did like four days. It was it was good, man. I wish I had stayed longer. It's one of my regrets. Uh, so I'll probably do another one at some point. But you really you it's it's hard. But you quiet you, you quiet your your mind down, and you know I think like I was a you know a real narcissistic asshole for a, for a long time, and uh, I think quieting I think quieting that helps you become a little bit of a better person and more compassionate and not get I think the important too douchey and, and no that's not douchey at all. I think the important thing too is that realizing that everyone has these moments. Yeah. This guy wrote an email, thank you for writing in, where you got you have very you have a lot of self-awareness here in this email. You're like, yeah. listen, I'm I'm acting one way, it's not really who I am. My you know, it sounds like friends when you write friends assume, it sounds like you're worried about who will come with you to the yeah, person you want to be. That's impermanence. You know, nothing is permanent and you can't then that's a recipe for codependence. You know, a book that's always helped me, and this is even before that I started meditating. Is Pema Shop Chodron or Shadron? I always it's it's like a name for some reason that I can't ever get right. It's either Chodron or Chodron. Um, when things fall apart, and okay. it's about she became a monk after her divorce, um, uh, a Buddhist monk, um, and it, it kind of deals with for me. It just dealt with how do you deal with how do you deal with loss? And it was actually after I went to rehab for the first time. Um, the second time, I'm sorry. So I, I'm a work in progress, but um, yeah. So I, I, I would say, man, look. The problem is, is the reason that like the reason you're like I'm not this person. I'm doing all this is you're really not looking at the person you really are. So mm. well, I, I take think... some time and go to, and do some real meditation. Don't do like this half-ass Tony Robbins shit where it's like there's a business spin-off. Sure, I, I, I do I think... I don't like Tony Robbins, I'm just saying that's not real shit. But, but it's nice for someone like this who's listening to hear you're saying a lot of the stuff that like, oh, everyone is going through certain things and evolution of themselves. Yes. Everyone is trying to be the best person they can be. Everyone looks at themselves at one moment and goes, and I've looked in the mirror and go, what the fuck? Who do you think you are? Yeah, I'm not. And also, I'm not. I don't want this to be the representation of myself, and I'm not. You know, like, uh, you know, like, uh, I, I, you know, like, you know, fucking golden rule shit. You know, like. So I, I would, yeah, I would, I would, I would say, man, take some, take some time for yourself. Slow down. Well, Slow he mentions, down. he mentions, uh, Francis Sumo going because I'm fairly good looking and know who. And know who people want me to be, but it's caused a lot of self hate because I'm almost nothing like the facade I portray. Here's the thing: take, I would say, there's a couple things that I I've done in my life that have helped me. And what you're saying with meditation, that's a great advice. Yeah. Read the books. Like being taking time to work on yourself is a good thing, and it's not a weak moment. No, they, you know that's a strong not. moment. And also, maybe if you're going out with people and you, you take a night, like I think of it a lot with drinking. The nights that you go, ah, I'm not going to drink, but I'm hanging out, and you have that one friend that's like, what the fuck, man? You know what I mean? And they're that's like, a, yeah. that's not a friend. That is them worried about themselves looking like the degenerate. You know, yeah. they don't want, they want you with them because at least everyone's drinking. Well, so, I think one of the things that 
probably you've experienced as well. Is that one of the, the probably the biggest benefit that I've had in stand up comedy, besides the fact that I really like to do it, is that like when you have a night off and you're in and you get to be by yourself, you love it. Yes. You love it. You don't need to be hanging out with a bunch of people. You, you don't have read to be a book, on. You can watch, yeah. You can shut down, you know, you can have a fucking nice, if you if you have a, you know, a partner, you can have a nice meal with your partner, you don't need to be, you know, you don't, I, I've now, I've now, like some, now whenever my social time, it's not because, oh, I need to get out there, it's that I need to keep up this friendship, because mm. this friendship is important to me. Well, th- this is, this is the point that I'm making with the alcohol thing, and yeah. I use alcohol as an example because I have it in my own life, the, the days that I'm like, I'm not drinking, those friends, the, your real friends, will still be there with you. So when you make changes in your life, if you're saying, I'm not really an outgoing person, if you change and start being more you or the person that yeah. you think you are, those friends from before, the real ones, are going to come with you wherever you go. So yeah. when you're sitting here being like, well, I don't want to disappoint these people, the only people you're disappointing are the people that really don't matter. So the people that the guy that looks at you and goes, "What the fuck, man? You should be drinking tonight." That's not your friend. It's the other friend that goes, "Yeah, dude, I'm not gonna drink either. I'm fucking tired too, and I'm gonna go home early." That's your friend. Those are the real people in your life. Yeah. That you know, when you make changes, the ones that go, "I get it, dude." You know, friends yeah. will ball bust you, but I'm saying like, there's someone will go, "Oh, you're not drinking." Like, fuck you, and then they they forget about it a minute later. It's the dude that's like two hours later to me like. What the fuck, man? And you're like, dude, this is your issue. So the ones that have issues with your change, that's about them. So know that. So like when you start to be more constructive and start to like work on yourself, it's okay. And the people that leave you, they should, they were going to leave anyways. And the people that yeah. stay with you, they're your friends. Your life gets smaller anyway when you get older. That's not yeah. necessarily a bad thing. Podcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We're going to do one more email. Dan St. Germain at... DS Jermaine on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow. No real winners here. We have the link in the description of the show, so make sure to go check out uh, that album. It's so funny. You're going to love it. Let's do this. Um, I like... Uh, Where do I put the body? <laughs> oh, that's down on the list. Are East Coast and West Coast girls different in dating, or am I losing my mind? This could be... I don't know, You've man. lived on both coasts. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. Dear Grand Puba uh, of Prostate... This is a big coast. <laughs> Northeast is a big this area a, of the country. This, uh, this is a funny name. Dear Grand Puba of Prostate Play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a t- that's a great one. I'm a 23-year-old guy and recently re- relocated from East Coast to West Coast in a city where I know literally zero people. I'm uh, building a social circle, but I've found some unexpected... What city in the West Coast? He doesn't really say, but whether I meet a girl out in person or on an app, we never seem to be on the same page. For example, I matched or met with a girl, hit it off, gotten a number, gotten a number, planned a date in a reasonable amount of time, but had an easy banter back and forth with no nothing too serious but obvious interest, uh, only to have them cancel a few hours before the date and totally disappear. Either that, or we go on the date, it goes well, possibly hook up, plan the next one for a week later or so. Same easy banter through the week, then ghost. Things, these things happen sometimes, and my new friends here say that people in the city are notoriously flaky. Which sounds like you talk about Los Angeles. Yeah, 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 but it's been pretty consistent. My question isn't really, what am I doing wrong, but more, is this a thing? In my experience in the East, it's usually very obvious if there's interest or not uh, before the first date. 
and there is a date. Both of us know if we, it went poorly, things fizzle out quickly from there. Out here, it seems like they're wasting their time and energy texting and planning only to never give it a shot. I'm wondering if you're, you or your esteemed guests, or more importantly, Shelby, have any experience with this. Any thoughts? You, you've dated on both coasts? Yeah, it's way easier in uh, the Northeast. Why is that? Um, well, um, I think that I think that it depends on the city. Like I found LA harder to date in New York. Uh, I don't. Know Do you think why. it's because I, you have to get in your car and go somewhere in LA? Yes, I think that that's part of it. I like you can do a date on your way to something else in New York. Right, right. That I is think, the night in LA. Yeah, yeah. I think that that's part of it, and I think that. But I think, I, I, look, I think that like a Northeasterner is going to have a problem dating in, in the West Coast because they're from the Northeast and maybe they approach things in a more Northeast way. Interesting. Know? Yeah. That, that, that could be another way to do it. I mean, plenty of people meet on the West Coast and fall in love. I meet, sometimes I meet people on the West Coast and like, or whenever I'm there and I just see like the type of jeans dudes wear and I'm like, this is a different country. <laughs> you know, just like by the fashion of the dudes. Yeah, I, I you know... I think it's, uh, yeah, I think it's just, uh, for whatever reason, it's easier. I also think it's easier for guys. I think it's hard for women on both coasts to date. I Absolutely. Think it's harder for guys. It, it, it's just as hard for guys to date on the West Coast as it is for women. And the guys have an easier time to date on the Northeast for whatever reason. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I would say, you know. Well, I, I always say to L.A., man, I was like, it's funny. It's funny. Like, I was like, I, I said this a couple times in L.A. You're going to have more of a chance to meet a girlfriend in another city and convince them to move them to LA, which is exactly <laughs> what I'm fucking doing. Really? Yeah, I mean, my, no, my girlfriend works in the business, so she's, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, she's in casting, so she can move uh, out there. That's easily. an easy move, yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, you're gonna just uh, bust the. Why people. is that? I mean, it's that's my doorbell ringing. Um, we're gonna grab that. Um, just press the talk and then the lock button. See the talk? Oh, this, is, this is great podcast. There we go. Now the unlock. See the lock? Um, yeah, I, I. it's interesting because... I, you know, all the great West Coast music, I was listening to Dennis Wilson, who's Brian Wilson's underrated brother, who has this great uh, album called uh, Pacific Ocean Blue, or it's, it's something along those lines. And the reason that music is great is because I'm coming out here, but I don't know the reason I'm coming out here. So mm. if somebody's coming to the West Coast, I feel like there's some sort of vibe of like, which is why like almost like a lot of the great spiritual centers are located on like Arizona and California. Sure. So I'm like coming out here and I don't really know why I'm coming out here. I, or he's just like, I know why I'm here. I got to get these bricks over to that wall and build a wall. You yeah, know? yeah. I think also the seasons, having seasons where you're like, I just need to be with somebody. I need a, <laughs> I need an autumn girlfriend. I need an autumn girlfriend. The whole cuffing season thing, yeah. you know, it's like now it's like kind of a cliche, but it does exist. It's a real thing that yeah. people get caught up in. Um, the the idea of having a warm body next to you on a cold night, like yeah. that's a nice thing. Um, I think when it's summertime, all the time, you're just like, I want to be with fun people, and I don't want to have to work on meeting someone new. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think. For this dude, if you're in LA, if you're looking to date, yeah. just know that it's raining out and to bring an umbrella. Understand that this is what's happening. You noticed it. Don't get bogged down by it. I think you need to plan your dates accordingly. Weekend dates, it doesn't sound like it's going to happen out there. Like, it just, people have other shit to do. They don't want to meet someone new. Meeting yeah. someone new is hard work. 
It's you gotta be on, you gotta make that date. I, mean, I would say no way too. Maybe like turn up the match.com like a real dating service and not like the, the, the apps are too like frivolous. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you can go to a matchmaker. I don't know. I mean, I this guy sounds young. I would just have fun with it. I just think also yeah. like don't get bogged down by it. The idea that like you know, the, the uh, <laughs> multiple doorbells this episode. Yeah. I the idea that like, well, this is what happens, um, the we're just like, uh, you know, the idea that, like, this is a, it's an issue, but, like, there's nothing you can do about this. Yeah. You're not going to fix L.A. dating. Anytime I hear a woman, like, a lot of women are like, dating in 2018 is the hardest it's ever been. It's like, you're going to be fine. It's going to work it's out. Just it's just different. Hard. It's always been hard. I mean, I've been trying to work about, like, a bit on stage about that, just, like, it's insulting to the other generations, like yeah. to say that like this is the well, only also time. They hooked up early because that's what they thought was their only option. Yeah, so then that brings another problem into it. You know? Yeah, and it's like, dude, it's gonna work out for you. I think um, the idea, like any first date conversation that includes it's hard to date in L.A. is a bad first date conversation. Yeah, <laughs> and so I think yeah. if, if this becomes your reality, it, then it becomes something that you're rehashing with people that are like, wait a minute, aren't we supposed to, I'm here with you, I made it. Yeah. So like, make the best out of when people come, actually do come out. Yeah. If the ghosting shit, like, listen, I think the best way to act in a ghost situation is like, yeah, no problem. Like, getting mad at it is I not have thing to do. Like, have a backup plan too. Maybe like, all right, I'll go, I'll go to this movie. Also, we have to start zigging while everyone else is zagging. I think the apps, we're, we're coming closer to the point where these things are done. You go to a bar, I go to bars and I see people out and I'm like, how am I not talking to these people? Like, how am I not like starting a conversation? It's like, and we've, we're so busy looking down and I, listen, I, I'm, I'm guilty of that. I'm not saying it's, it's not going to happen, but the point of it is like, when you're out at a bar, take advantage of those opportunities. That's the time to make it happen. These apps are just great for shitting. Yeah. Train Podcast at gmail.com. Dan St. Germain, thank you for coming on. Oh, it's been great. Thank you for having me. So fantastic. At DS Germain on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Go follow, go support the album. Thank no you. No real winners here. Go Andrew listen. Records and check out my old podcast on uh, Toll Evan Marks um, on All Things Comedy. And also, I'm going to be on the record this month to do it. That's awesome. Um, Shelby's been in the background <laughs> taking care of some shit. We're going to work it out. I'll be back next episode. Uh, at Classic Shelb on Instagram. Go follow him. He's working hard right now. Um, I'm Jared Free. I'm going to be in Charlotte tomorrow night. I'm going to be in Nashville next week. Get involved with those shows. Send us your Bumble Tinder makeovers. Um, we'll be back next episode. Boom.